Hey, thanks for checking out the Capital Podcast. It's a weekly drop of the tools and tips to help you produce a better quality podcast. On today's episode, recording with a remote guest. Now, you probably ran into the situation more than once where you're recording with somebody who's not in your studio and you got to figure out how to get their voice captured and get it to your computer. Now, what most people do is they go to a video chat software. And it's great logic, but what I love about today's technology is things move fast and there's new options out today that can help you get better quality because that's what it's all about, a better experience for the listener, whether it be in your content or your quality. Both are such important pieces to the puzzle. So we'll talk about some of the common problems when we do use video chat software and what I notice most in podcasts that I deal with that uh, are using video chats to record their guests remotely and some solutions, right, and different alternatives to help you get better quality out of your remote guest. It's on today's episode of the Capital Podcast. Hey, thanks for joining us for today's episode, talking about remote guests and how to get the best quality. Now, for most people, uh, including myself, when I first started exploring the world of podcasting is like, how do you bring in a remote guest? So like in the voiceover world, anytime that you want to get professional voice quality and you want to send it somewhere else, uh, particularly like let's say that you're recording a voiceover for a television commercial or a radio commercial, you would send it through a technology called ISDN. And that basically, it, it takes your voice and scrambles it into a bunch of ones and zeros, not to get too technical. I wouldn't even know what I was talking about if I did. Uh, but then they shoot it across to wherever the studio is. So let's say that uh, you, you're in New York and you need to sling it to a studio in L.A. You would use this uh, technology called ISDN. Problem is, it's extremely expensive. And you got to have uh, uh, extremely powerful internet connection and, and expensive equipment to be able to use it. So... Uh, that kind of puts it out for a lot of people, and it's kind of an unnecessary expense, especially for podcasters. For voiceover, it's a, you know, a lot more necessary and a standard. But um, So it kind of led me to think, like, what is the technology that people can use in their podcast? Because the most common area that most people go into is uh, video chat software. You know, it's like we use video chat in every day of, uh, you know, in our daily life, or it's becoming more common to use it daily anyway to communicate with people in other parts of the world. So it would make sense that when recording a podcast, if we want to bring a guest in from another area and we need to bring their audio in, um, we would use a video chat software. So the issue, though, that we run into is, and I'm sure you've noticed it because you can hear it, there's an audible difference when you're dealing with uh, a podcast whose guest was recorded remotely through video chat. And what it is, is that um, the audio is compressed. It's been, it's been uh, kind of condensed down in a way in order to kind of extract what these, uh, these companies, uh, whether it be Zoom or Skype, consider to be the essence uh, to get you the gist of the voice uh, from one end to, to another. And so kind of the way we can relate to it is uh, most podcasters, if you're producing your own podcast anyway, you probably, when you finish, you get ready to save it and... Um, you have to save it in a compressed format. Like um, for most people, we're not going to be uh, uploading a, a wave, an uncompressed file to our podcast host, right? We're using something like a MP3. I mean, some people might use an M4A. And so what that does is it takes the wave, it takes your full quality podcast recording, and it squishes it down, it condenses it. And um, in radio, in order to start with the best quality, they, they always send our music in wave format because that's the best way to get, uh, you know, like the full spectrum of the sound. Um, so then when we go to compress uh, back to podcasting, when we go back to compress our audio and save it, 
Um, what it does is it cuts out certain parts of the audio's data, basically certain frequencies in our podcast. And it kind of depends on what your uh, bit rates are, which you don't really have to worry about the technicalities too much. But basically, it's like the higher the number, the better for MP3s anyway. 320 would be like CD quality. Uh, then there's like 256, 192, 128, 64, lower. Anyway, uh, kind of just going too much into the technical there. But basically, the lower the number, the less of the quality. So uh, M4A is another format. Uh, a company, uh, the video chat company Zoom uses that one. Um, but basically, either way, whatever sort of uh, audio is being sent over video chat, it's being compressed in some in some way. Because at the same time, too, we have to compensate for video. Where they're video companies, video chat companies, and so they want to have exceptional quality video. And sometimes uh, we have at the expense our audio quality. And so we get a compressed version. And so the, kind of the reason I went into the MP3s there was just kind of to illustrate um, for most people that are saving their own podcast anyway into a certain format, you can kind of get the gist. It, it makes a smaller file size, right, when you save into an MP3. And the same thing happens video chat with Skype. Okay, so um, if you look, though, or, or listen, rather, to the quality, you can tell it's just not quite there. Right, you might have your mic being recorded locally, and you've got an amazing silky sound. At least we hope you do. And uh, if not, there's there's plenty of tips in our podcast group, podcast editing and recording on Facebook. And of course, there will be more tips here in the podcast. But um, but you're going to have a lot better quality coming out of your mic locally than you are coming through the video chat. You know, uh, the audio encoded uh, encoded from like let's say Zoom or Skype. And so kind of some of the things that I noticed and you might have noticed in your own podcast or listening to somebody else's is uh, you get kind of choppy audio from time to time when you're listening to somebody's uh, podcast and it's, it's on the remote guest end. You'll get the audio chopping out here and there and you get certain words that kind of get choppy. And um, another thing that I noticed is the quality changes throughout the call. So you might have a little bit better quality at certain times, and then at other times, the quality kind of gets less. It's it, it, it reminds me of like if you're watching a streaming show, like let's say Netflix, and you've got kind of like a, a questionable internet connection at the time, and the, the video quality is really, really sharp and HD, and then all of a sudden it kind of drops down to a more pixelated or blurry uh, version of the video. So the same thing is kind of happening in our audio. And uh, so it kind of produces for me what I call the tin can effect. It, it's... It's tinny, and it has kind of a, a skinny sound. It's like we've lost some of the width. And in a lot of cases, when we're talking about audio compression and you know things like what video chat uses to get the audio from one end to another, uh, we are kind of losing some of the spectrum. We're only getting to hear certain frequencies or certain sounds in the voice, and the rest is kind of cut out to be able to process through the video chat. So, okay, now on to what we can do, because that's what it's all about. <laughs> Um, I think they say you should spend 10% on the problem and 90, 90% on the solution. So maybe we're a little bit over here, but uh, on to the solution. So there's two main companies that uh, that I've looked into and uh, messed around with myself. And so they're the ones that I like to mention. But as with everything, I, I hate to narrow things down to a certain amount of outlets because let's face it, there's tons of different options for almost everything, especially with our access to the internet these days. Um, look look how old school I sound, the access to the internet these days, you know, back in my day, <laughs> in 1995, you know, when Al Gore was trying to figure out the internet. Um, but these are the two companies that I have messed around with personally. Uh, Zencaster is the first one. I'm not sure if you've heard about it, but um, it's kind of a great all-in-one software. What I love about Zencaster, everything resides online and you can record you and your guest 
in basically studio quality. We were talking earlier about uncompressed wave files. That's sort of our our uh, the version of our audio after we recorded in our digital audio workstation, whether it be Adobe Audition or Audacity or Pro Tools, uh, whatever you happen to be using. Um, those are uncompressed versions of our audio before we save them in a certain format. Uh, with Zencaster, they're offering what they call a, a wave format, so it's an uncompressed format. So what happens is, is when you're recording with your guest, their voice is being uploaded to the Zencaster cloud and recorded up in their cloud. Now, at the same time, your voice is also being recorded there as well. Um, so if you are already are recording in your digital audio workstation, your audio editor, you can continue to record there. Um, but additionally, or alternatively, either or, you can record in Zencaster exclusively. And it's going to give you good quality of your voice and a good quality of their voice. Now, some of the cool other features that I like about Zencaster is it does have like a soundboard so you can play intros and and uh, it's kind of like a, a little online radio show uh, type layout. So it gives you some really cool features. Um, if you want to check it out, it's Zencaster, Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. Uh, and then the second one, which to me, I like because it's a to-the-point audio recording system. So it's kind of the same uh, in terms of quality, and they have what they call their guarantee that you're not basically they say that you're never going to lose audio due to a bad internet connection everything's backed up in their cloud automatically in real time so if you if you did lose your internet connection you wouldn't lose your recording that you already had going so you can record up to three guests at the same time which is a really cool feature and um, you don't have to download any additional software any plugins to get going with squadcast and Again, you get that full uncompressed quality. So that means you're in full, full quality and your guest, wherever they happen to be, are in full quality too. Now, with both of these options, um, you are able to download the WAV files, the uncompressed files, to your local computer. Or you can pass them off to your audio editor, depending on if you have an editor or you edit yourself. But either way, you can download to the computer, bring them into your audio editor, and start to, uh, start to mess with them the way that you would if you had recorded originally in, uh, in your Pro Tools, Adobe Audition, uh, Audacity, whatever you happen to be using. So you can bring them in and you have separate tracks, you know, like a track of you, a track of your guest. And if you're like using something like uh, Squadcast, you may have three guests. So you get three separate tracks for them plus the track for you. So everything's on a separate track, which makes it really nice when you need to chop and edit out certain parts. Um, you have everybody kind of hanging out on a separate track. So if you want to get more info on the things I've talked about here today, you can check it out on the blog at capitalpodcast.com. That's podcast with an S, capitalpodcast.com. Click on the blog button at the top, and uh, that'll get you to the how to record guests remotely with good quality post. So there you go. Two different options that you can check out, and uh, that'll get you recording your guests in high definition. The only thing that I wanted to add, uh, the disclaimer sort of at the end is, remember the to have your guest record with uh, good quality recording equipment that uh, isn't going to have much of a difference if you're using something like this uh, Zencaster or Squadcast and the guest on the other end is recording with a cell phone mic, you may be kind of looking at no difference in quality between using uh, you know, a video chat software like we were talking about earlier, like Skype um, you know, and something like Squadcast. So in order to really reap the benefits of the good quality, 
it's best for them to have at least a, a decent quality studio microphone on their end. Um, I have heard some people will actually package up a little USB mic and mail it to their guest ahead of time. Um, if that's an option for you, of course, it, it's just going to add to the quality of your podcast and just create less obstacles for the listener to really take in your podcast content um, without any distractions due to poor quality or dropouts. So that's kind of an option. And uh, of course, you can always encourage them to purchase, you know, a low cost uh, USB microphone or something that can give them a little bit better quality than, you know, recording through their cell phone mic or, you know, some sort of a cheap headset. So that's kind of just the last disclaimer I wanted to throw on the end. It's something that people might not think about when they go to purchase, let's say, a, a subscription with one of these services is um, if you anticipate that a lot of your guests are not going to be using a high quality microphone or at least a decent quality microphone, um, the investment may or may not be worth it. It's, it would just have to be your judgment call at that point. So that's it. couple different ways that you can record better quality with your remote guests. As always, I want to invite you to check out our free Facebook group. It's podcast editing and recording for tips, tricks, and tools on how you can produce a better podcast. Also, if you want to look into premium services like hiring an editor, maybe getting your podcast intro professionally produced by voiceover artists from all over the country and premium licensed music beds, hit us up on our website at capitalpodcast.com.